Show, tell us right. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we are after What Lies Beneath in Cabarrus Arena, and we have Patrick Price with us. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. So, so you understand how rare it is for me to do no, this, right? No, I, I actually do, so I appreciate it. <laughs> There's um, like an angel glow around you. Is there? Yeah, it's phenomenal. That's probably the sweat from the show, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Why do you have to ruin it? Why can't it just be a, an angelic glow? I like cats. Description um, So, for people who aren't as in the Savvy. know, what is your title and what do you do? I don't know. I don't know what my title is. It changes like every time we have to explain to somebody. I think I'm like executive producer in charge of talent relations and creative. Okay. The dude. The dude. And then you I'm also the dude. do. I'm the behind the scenes dude. That makes it all this all this run, and you do a lot of the production, do all the production, video. all the graphics, all the videos, <laughs> all of it. So you're just nonstop, all nonstop. the time. Nonstop. When do you sleep? Never, never. Okay, never. Get to know. Because I always see your Facebook posts like I'm doing trivia here, and I'm doing oh, this, yeah, and I'm doing yeah. that, and I'm like, when the hell does he have time hustle, for all this? Like I started 2008, I started my production company, and I learned like in the first two years. How to just maintain like life on four hours of sleep a night? Oh, ouch! And that, yeah. I and mean, and now I feel like I tell like I tell my girlfriend all the time it's my drug. Like I'm I'm addicted to work. I'm like I'm a, I don't say I'm addicted to work because I'm, I, well, I am, but like I have, I'm addicted to having something like building to something, right. like knowing what the finished product is and wanting to do the work to get to the finished product. Projects. Yeah. yeah. Probably, like, okay. Yeah, continuously creating. Gotcha. Never ending stream of consciousness. Yes. Yeah. She's like that. Otherwise known as ADHD. Yep. Yep. <laughs> She's exactly like that, yep. actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Kat's been coming to PWX for a year and a half, almost two years now. I've been here for like two and a half, almost three now. We missed a lot of the history. Yeah, a lot. Um, occasionally, I talk to you or I talk to Brian and he's like, Hey, remember this? I'm like, nope. No. My first show was a Taken by Force in Hickory with Chuck E.T. Ah, gotcha. So, can we talk about PWX like history, and how like it started? Where you start at the beginning? I mean, might as well. Ah. My, I'm trying to think when my, how long my tenure has been. I want to say, I always tell people 10 years, but that was like 10 years. Like <laughs> a year ago. So, somewhere around there. But the way, uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you the history from my perspective. Okay. The way I got involved is I ran a company called Pro Wrestling Evo. They used to run at Camaris Arena, where we are now. And we, uh, like, I had this production value. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I'm big on. That's what I'm, like, very good at. So I used all that production value, and I was sold on never booking, like, quote-unquote names. I build my own stars. And this is, and I don't, I take no credit at all, but I brought, like, I gave Cedric Alexander his first title and run. Uh, I brought Skyler, I brought Henry, I brought Corey, I brought Chip, uh, Zach Salvation, if you've ever heard that name. I have. Yeah, Zach <laughs> Salvation. Um, Jake helped me a lot. Caleb, Zane, I mean, it's Marcellus King, if you ever seen Marcellus King. Like, that's that was the group. Okay. And uh, I did that for like three years, roughly. Got tired of losing money. All right. Like it's, it's easy to lose money when you need to lose money because you run a business. Yeah. But when you don't have that same income and then you start losing money, it's not the same. I've right. Learned. So uh, me and uh, Ty, Ty Sean, who owned the company before Brian, 
we're really good friends through working through like doing stuff with hotspots and Ty asked me if I wanted to come in and do DVDs for PWX. Then it was CWA. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be very long winded. Right. It's all good. Uh, then it was CWA, ran a little uh, rec center in uh, Statesville, North Carolina. Okay. Averaged like 50 to 75 people per show. I mean, we had the Kirby Max and uh, like the Legends would come in and Jake was a part of it. Uh, Cedric was kind of a part of it. Then, like, whenever I came in, that's when Cedric kind of got really involved. Um, Caleb, the normal people, like the the guys that have been here forever. Right. And uh, then transitioned to PWS whenever I took over. I started changing the look of it. PWS. And then PWS ran. That's Pro Wrestling, Premier Wrestling Showcase. And then because Ty wanted to change his names every, every six months <laughs> for some awful reason. Like, there's no branding knowledge at all. But uh, then after that, it changed to PWX, and then yeah. that kind of stuck because that's when we started. That's when we got like neighborhood theater in Charlotte and started running there, and then getting all these different spots that were that I, I like to build is where no other places can run. It makes you it makes you exclusive to different places, right? And uh, yeah, and then like Ty had some legal problems and got and had to go, and that's when Brian took over. And, Whenever, uh, I mean, we'll get into it if you want to, but whenever Ty left, he made a phone call to me and to, I believe, Jake Manning. And he's like, I, I, I want you guys to take care of this company. Yeah. And this was, I mean, four or five years ago. And I told him, I said, now you understand what that means. Like, I have to do anything that I think is right to make this company prosper and survive. Right. So, yeah. So that's what I've done ever since. So whenever Brian took over, I took over creative. I went on a few hiatuses because of issues. But, uh, yeah, I'm in it for the long haul now. Nice. That's the that's the short version of okay. the full history. So for wrestling, were you a fan as a kid? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I can't. I grew up on WCW. So did I. Oh, you live in Charlotte. I remember going to Nitro. Yeah. Oh, that squeak. Yeah. I bet the listeners love that noise. That's my noise. background noise. Uh, <laughs> That's your but, lullaby, like, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. uh, w- WCW, Monday Nitro. Yep. Uh, well, first first thing is like high school gyms, NWA high school gyms. Okay. Like I grew up in like Runnick Rapids, North Carolina, which is right on the Virginia border uh, before I moved to Kannapolis, which is right down the street. Right. And uh, like I remember seeing, I can't remember. I remember my first like NWA show in a, it was very dark memory uh, or blurred memory. First show ever, that I remember at a big, big arena was Independence Arena, and I remember for some reason it was NWA and it was uh, Dusty and Dustin. That's the only two I remember wow. from the entire thing. I don't even remember Flair. I don't okay. Think. But yeah, I remember Dusty's entrance and I remember Dustin. Rose. And I don't know why that's what all I remember. Yeah. But I didn't like I grew like I fell in love with wrestling. I had wrestling buddy, wrestling buddies and yeah. uh, like backyard wrestling and doing all the trail beating up the. Uh, Oversized Wayne Pooh that I wanted to fair on the trampoline <laughs> in the backyard. And uh, then, like, uh, Money Nitro, I got lost. It's been a long day, guys. Uh, <laughs> then Money Nitro came to Independence, no, Independence Arena, and my buddy Brian had his sister, who was way older than us and way hotter than us, <laughs> like, had a friend that worked security at uh, the Independence Arena. So we'd buy, like, upper deck seats and we just go to him and he'd find two chairs 
that nice. nobody that nobody occupied on the front row, and we'd just get to sit there until they came. And he'd be like, "Y'all gotta get up and move, and we move us to nice. another one." That was like like for two or three years. Like every time they came, <laughs> like I have I found pictures not too long ago of me and like Sonny Ono, nice like taking the like selfie selfie style. Oh yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and uh, like I saw Goldberg, Flair, yeah. that whole time before. And uh, then, like, I found WWE. I don't remember exactly when I found WWE. I found ECW. Uh, then I did some stuff for High Spots, and I found Dragon Gate. Not right. Dragon, just regular Dragon Gate from yeah. Japan. And oh, God. <laughs> and then I found PWG. And PWG changed my whole perspective. Oh, like, no. oh my God. <laughs> like, I loved wrestling, and I, and I loved, like, the stories and the characters. But when I found PWG probably four years ago, four or five years ago, that like I, that's what I built my Evo on. Yeah. Like I remember me and Excalibur that works with PWG had this conversation in California a few years back of like I just wanted to be you guys. Like yeah. I wanted to build the PWG of the East. Yeah. Like and, but after you go there and you experience it, there's no way. It's, it's not possible. Any advice for doing that? Because I want to do that. Uh, <laughs> I went to Bola two years ago. Uh. And I have, I have the luxury of uh, doing stuff with high spots. Right. So they went out you have some strings to pull. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mike, that was high spots, asked me if I wanted to go and help them film. And that was the pay, payoff is we could go to bowling. And I was like, yes. And the most, one of the most amazing and incredible experiences of my entire life. Like, if you're a wrestling fan. If you yeah. like that style of wrestling to where it's just, like, you can feel emotion in the, Yeah. And in some ways, we try to do that at PWX. Like, there's a lot of that, like, very intimate spaces. Right. And very, uh, like, emotional ties to the wrestlers and trying to build your own stars and et cetera, et cetera. We get asked all the time. Like, people are like, oh, you're in this wrestling thing? Like, come on, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's like, WWE, that's like, oh, John that's like Cena, saying you're all really? in the movies. Yeah. Like, like yep. there's so many different styles of movies and different, like, areas of interest. Yeah. In that category, you can't. We had a friend. Oh, a I'll admit, uh, before two years ago, I was not a wrestling fan at all. You know, I thought it was blading and roided out freaks, and then Doug brought me to PWX, and that was it. So, yeah. I was that really I took her person. to Raw about a week and a half before here, and she thought Raw was good. Then we came to this, and she's like, why have you not been showing me this? I was yeah. like, Looks like okay. if you go to Raw, it's, you're almost... Like, you're overtaken by the production value of it. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, this is cool, until there's a commercial break. Yep. And, and then you watch a commercial yeah, in the and arena, yeah. and you're like, Ugh. Like, this sucks. Like, yeah. like, what I love about independent wrestling is there's, it's so intimate. Like, this is this is the description I used to give to people. Like, I, you can go see your favorite band at a 20,000-seat arena. And you're like, that was an awesome show. But go see that same band in a 2,000, like, 2,000... Capacity dive, bar. capacity dive bar, yep. and that's an epic experience. Yeah, like something that you'll never, like you can never train. And that's like that's how I treat wrestling. It's right. like we want to do. That's how I. That's why we did. The only reason we did that show that was in Hickory last year was in. Did you guys go to that? That was in that little. It only. Oh yeah, too close for comfort. Yes, yeah. I was there. Oh my god, that was one of y'all's best shows. Oh my god, it is just like that. That's what I want to give people every and the, show. And the fact y'all had Seidel and Dalton Castle yeah. and all that on that show, that was something else. It's insane. Um, but that's, I mean, that's that's the beauty of independent wrestling for me, yeah. is you can you always can get that like intimate feeling right. and that just epic experience. Like Mike, like Mike coming out as Undertaker tonight. Right. 
like that's stuff that you can't, you won't forget. It's amazing. Yeah. And then uh, and so that good. just comes up and just talk. Like, well, what if we did this? And then after you say it, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> and then and then you see it like play out, and you're like, this is better than anything I ever yes. imagined. And it's, it's yeah. What White Mike Taker might have stole the show. Oh, like, and he de- definitely. Yeah, I mean, it was a great I'm show, not, but yeah, it was a very like, great show, but. Very few times do I like, walk out because I have to do the live production. Do I walk yeah. out and just watch an entrance? Yeah. I usually watch it through the curtain to know the cues. And I walked out, and as soon as he stepped out, I was like, "This is the most amazing thing." <laughs> so, like, have y'all ever had an idea and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be great," and then it just completely tanks? Yes. What do you do from that point? Do you just um, scrap it, sweep it under the rug, yeah. pretend like it doesn't happen, or? Uh, you mean you can't? You just try to. You try to. Like, you go into trying to fix... That's the beauty of wrestling and storytelling in general, is that you can make anything make sense. It's true. So, <laughs> if... Uh, just for example, if somebody has a bad outing, you can play it off as, like, they were injured earlier in the match, and that's that was the cause of it. I don't... I don't... I don't want to, like, promote that. Keep kayfabe yeah, alive. Yeah, I don't promote yeah. that. Protecting but, the like, business. But, yeah, but yeah. if you... Like, if... That's what I love. I tell everybody the way we book BWX or lay everything out in the creative. It's not me, not just solely me by any means. It's a collection of people and wrestlers' ideas. And uh, is we we leave everything open ended. So we like give you got give I say you guys we give the fans like a little the start. Yeah. And the fans tell the story, from there. and we just and we just take we just ride that wave to wherever you guys want to go. I was gonna say that's something I see with y'all more so than. Anywhere else I yeah. watch, everything y'all do is organic. Like, if somebody gets over, you just say, okay. Like, yeah. come on, who thought White Mike was going to get beauty, over? Yeah, that's the beauty. Like, and, I, and I love it because I pride myself on knowing when people are ready. Yeah. Like, because I have all these, of course, when you have a promotion that's gotten as, as popular as we have, you have all, all these people trying to hit you up, trying to get on shows and this and that. Friends, people you've never met before, people from out of state. And, like, I don't keep up with independent wrestling. I don't keep up with WWE or TNA right. or anything like that. I try to – I've been so engulfed in PWX that I don't want to – I feel like I saturate my mind, like, with other ideas if I try to do anything else. And uh, they, like – I feel like you're ready. And White Mike, people talk to, White, people talk to me about White Mike. James Drake the same. Yeah. Like – over and over and over again for so like months and months and months and I was like nah 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 <laughs> and I was like okay this guy I'm gonna give this guy a shot and freaking both of them yeah. just knock it out of the park yeah. and I love that because then you have somebody else you get to work with you get to see somebody like that's that's one thing I, can, I can't understand is I still think this is just like a wrestling, like just a little wrestling company. Like, <laughs> like thank yeah. you guys for coming to work, but then everybody's like, oh, thank you, thank you for letting me be part of this. Thank you, this, and I'm just like, well, like, yeah, that's what yeah. you, this is what you do. Like, you, it's just a wrestling. Like, it's hard to comprehend, right? Like the size or the magnitude of the of the like the way how much you like how much I'm trying to take in the word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you, we have an explicit tag shit. for. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, how much you, the, your work inspires the other companies? Yeah. Like Brian will send me a, uh, and this is in no way bragging. If it sounds like it, I apologize. Uh, Brian will send me like a commercial that looks exactly like our commercial. Yeah, he sent that and, to and me the other I'm day. Like, okay, it looks like our commercial. He's like, uh, imitation. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, fighter. And I'm like, I don't. If, they want to, like, if it works, it works. I don't yeah. know. 
you guys are definitely right on that edge of like you're still kind of underground yeah. but then you see enough buzz and enough talk like I've read stuff from cage side seats and yeah. sites like that that are like hey y'all need to start paying attention to this PWX thing I'm like we've been saying that for three years yeah. come on it's, it's, it's so hard but I don't like I, with with popularity comes expectation right and so I want, I want this to be as popular as possible yes. I don't want it to get I don't want to be that indie band that Nothing. gets too big and yeah. everybody like kind of checks out on it because we are, we are for like that's what I tell Brian all the time. If we if we're the farm system for Ring of Honor or the farm system for NF, NXT, like yeah. like non exclusive farm system, or they don't name us, but that's where this is where they pull from, and that's what we are. Yeah, and that's like, a good thing to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like the success that we're at now is more than anybody any of us ever thought we'd get right. to. So now it's just maintaining like 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 every any. Like celebrity or anybody that's been very successful in life, it always says, like the journey is what's awesome. Maintaining it is the hardest part. Yeah. So that's where we're at now. Is I mean, the, the journey is always going to be there to try to continue to grow and continue to get more people here and to right. continue to fill buildings. But then you have to maintain the quality of the product, and not everybody understands that. Right. So do you think you guys had Teddy Long tonight a couple months ago? Right before they left, y'all got the Hardys yeah. that kind of stuff. Do you think that stuff is helping y'all, or do you think it's kind of so. double-edged like, sword? My, like my thought process when me and Brian talk about it is we have our core fans, and then we have like the hardcore wrestling fans in the area. We get those people to bring in other like other fans. Right. Like the, I, oh yeah, I kind of watch wrestling. You know, fans. Yeah. So it's you just want you you always have your core fans, which is like the 150-200 people we always have here that are like our like that we care about. I don't want to say care about the most, but are the most important to us. Right. VIP fans. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah. that that we try to make as as like as smooth as possible. We try to take care of them. Try to be accommodating. And then you have the fans that are like wrestling fans. They're like, I watch TNA. Or I watch right. WWE, and I saw your flyer in a gas station. I saw your commercial on TV. <laughs> and uh, the the beauty of PWX that we've that we found out lately, not lately, but like past eight months, eight, nine months, is like when we get people here, they're so impressed with what they see, they, they come back. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is like, get them in. The same thing with buildings. I remember Ziggy's. When we were in Ziggy's. Oh, here, God, yes. When we were in Ziggy's for the first time, they were like, we're going to give this a chance. Yeah. But I don't know if we're going to keep you guys here. And then we did the first show, and they're like, Oh my God! When are y'all coming back? <laughs> everywhere, everywhere we ever do it. And I, I wish one day I'm going to talk to people that own neighborhood theater and let us back in there. Yeah. Because some bad business was done back in the back, and right. we're trying to hurt, leap that hurdle. But uh, yeah, I think if those people could just see see yeah. it one time in there, because like that, like we've done a lot of cool venues, and uh, like Ziggy's, the first, the two things that I marked out like completely for myself and the promotion was. Uh, when Kevin Steen wrestled Matt Hardy at uh, Neighborhood Theater, and when Cedric wrestled AJ at Ziggy's, oh. Dude, that was before like, we were in. The, Damn it! The the idea that we we could get AJ, who is one of my favorite wrestlers, like, yeah. and then you meet him and he's the most like coolest freaking guy ever. Yeah. Uh, and then Cedric, and we could give Cedric that match. We could like we, and 
we could get AJ, and we put like 800 people in Ziggy's. Holy and shit. I mean, it was insane. Like, insanely packed. How did you get 800 people in Ziggy's? I mean, it was, like, it was insane. Like, Just if you... The, 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 the video is on our YouTube page. Oh. And you can go back and watch it if you've never watched it. And when Cedric comes out, and then they sh- they turn on the stage and show, like, the ring and the... And the balcony, yeah. like it's just a sea of people. Wow, it's the most. It's That's like, awesome. Yeah, if you watch that video, it's, it's unbelievable. So when you were starting out and you were small and you were, you know, working in gymnasiums and stuff, how were how did you find talent? How did you get guys? In? That, that was that was all time. Like I had no, I had no, uh, like no part in booking or creative or anything. I just. Like created the look. So now are y'all just running more based on word of mouth, like people saying, yeah, "Hey, you need like to see Drake." Yeah, Brian's the marketing king of this whole thing. Like Brian's got the marketing system down, and I'm, even though that's what I went to school for, I'm not as good as he is with the wrestling thing. So I leave that up to him. And uh, like I try to build build our own stars. Like, and that's why, like I, I tell I tell all the guys, like I want people to pay to see James Drake and John Schuyler and Corey Hollis and Anthony Henry, Ethan Case. The ducks are freaking taking off, like because that's that's the people that we can like from a financial perspective, the business that's easier. Yeah. And uh, anybody that comes in just get like I said gets that gets that extra fan base that, yeah. that, that isn't familiar with independent wrestling but sees oh I saw this guy on TV I want to go see him. Yeah, and uh, some of the guys you have brought you guys have brought in mm-hmm. has completely changed my mind on them like. The Hardys, I was kind of checked out on. Yeah. Like, until the whole broken thing, I was like, yeah. okay, why are the Hardys still doing this? They got money. They yeah. need to go home. Then y'all brought awesome. them here, and I met them, and they were just the nicest guys yeah. in the world. They're, they're, so they're now awesome. I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm pulling for these guys. Yeah. That's the way it usually goes. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I, I can't think of a time that there was just somebody that came in that was just a complete asshole. Yeah. That I just didn't. Like, like one of the nicest guys and coolest guys I've ever met in my life is Samoa Joe. Oh, my God. That was, like, my second show. Oh, that show was insane. Yeah. But, yeah. Have you ever just had, like, super weird, like, over-the-top demands from any of the talent where you're just like, eh, it's uh, really not worth it? No. Uh, like, dude, well, I'll tell you, tonight with Teddy, it was kind of, it wasn't difficult. It was just trying to get him to understand. Because he's, he's got that WWE mentality. He's yeah. been with them. He was with them for so long. And, like, the whole Ace Austin and Malachi thing was supposed to be, they were supposed to be in a singles match. And then he comes out. And he's like, no, nah, player, this is a tag team match. And he's like, I, why would I go out there? Who's the heel? Who's the baby? And I was like, well, Teddy, um, here in this company, we did, sometimes we distinguish the heel and the baby, but sometimes it's just competitive competition right. between two athletes. Still don't make no sense, player. And I was like, "All right, we're just gonna send them out like they're a tag team, and they're gonna say they want to earn their spot." And that's when you go. He's like, "I like it, brother. I see what you're saying." And I was like, "Just so does Teddy actually different. talk like that?" When yes, he's not, yeah, that's awesome. He's a super nice guy. Super. I've nice heard guy. that about uh, Randy Savage too. That he just oh, talked yeah. like that. I all wish. The time. I wish. <laughs> but yeah, Teddy's awesome. Um. So you mentioned some of the shows, like the Ziggy's one with Cedric and AJ. And you mentioned Too Close for Comfort. Of all the stuff y'all have done, what's like your top show where you were like, man? I don't know, like, show? I can give you the top moment. Okay. It was when Jake won the belt from Skyler. That was a great show. That oh was huge. God. Yeah. Uh, this the reaction. Like, the, and, and I'm not, I won't get into the backstory, just out of respect of everything. Yeah. But like, Jake was, Jake, Jake and Brian weren't in a good, in a good place. 
And I, had, and I said, me and Jacob know each other for years, traveled the road for years. He got me my job in Ring of Honor when I filmed for Ring of Honor. And uh, me and Jake sat down and had a conversation, and it was all, and it wasn't, he didn't demand to get the title, but I said, you deserve this. Right. And if you come back at Too Close for Comfort, this is where we're going to lead to. You have my word. It was like accumulation of. So that was like a year and a half, yeah, two year yeah, plan. Like this, is, like this is what we're going to do. And uh, like, and I like my word is my bond. Like, if I give yeah. somebody my word, then that's I live by that. I don't care who it pisses off. I don't care who. Right. I on. But uh, yeah, dude. And to see like, there's so much emotion. Like it, like don't one of the few times that I want to cry about something. And uh, like that time and when Cedric's last match, like yeah. Cedric's last match was just because me and Cedric were like on the bottom together. Right. And uh, yeah, man. That, the emotion that was in that room, the story that they wanted to tell, that they were able to tell. I mean, and then the reaction whenever Jake, yeah. like, when you have somebody, I don't want to, like, I don't want to put words in Jake's mouth. You have somebody that has got a bum knee, is like, has done this for so long that almost you almost have to convince, like, you deserve this. Yeah. Let, let's do this for you. No, no, no. Like, to see somebody like transition from that to winning something right and then the crowd's reassurance just right there bigger than any pop I've ever heard before yeah. on a title win in this company it's yeah. just something amazing it's like that's what it's all about yeah because people were like venomous towards Skyler oh yeah, yeah. Like, like now he's kind of turning back around and people yeah. are like oh yeah Skyler Skyler that's what makes Skyler so good that's what makes Corey so good yeah is those guys get it like when it comes to storytelling like yeah. that's why I think I think there's the story that we are telling with them now is so insanely good but the problem is you have to be very like intelligent to follow yeah. what's going on and you have to slow burn it yeah like you can't, and you have to you have to understand. you can't pull the WWE where you're like alright we have a four weeks to yeah. go here's the story yeah, go exactly um, so yeah but, but yeah, that's my favorite moment. My favorite moment ever in that in this company was Jake winning the belt. Yeah. So we noticed like y'all run here, you run Hickory, you run Gastonia, y'all used to run some up in Winston Salem. Um, the different cities change how y'all book or what Not y'all really. decide to do. Y'all like, just keep I mean, it we've, like no offense to anybody who listens in Hickory. There lives in Hickory, goes to Hickory shows. We made the mistake of like changing the title in Hickory one time. Yeah, when like Charlotte's are home, and I think they deserve that. Like the reaction right. would be better. And but uh, no, I think like we run we run different towns because I feel like with my prior knowledge of running shows, like you can see like you oversaturate a town. Yeah, like, if you run there every month, then people are going to get tired of it. People are going to quit coming. So, um, so you. Like so, the people in Hickory will get it every two or three months. Right. People in Charlotte get it a little bit, like a little bit faster, like a little more. Uh, people in Concord get it a little more. Right. Then I mean, we've talked about going to Asheville. We talked about trying Raleigh. We talked about. I would appreciate Asheville because it's a little bit closer. Gotcha. <laughs> Where are y'all from? Spartanburg. Spartanburg. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, so I heard y'all are trying to move into SC this year. Trying to. Brian's been trying to for like two years. Yeah. And I just uh, can't. I, know get, the I can't licensing. get past the licensing. It's. And the, so yeah. and I, so I'm always like oh, we uh, and then have, you got make sure everybody's got license yeah. and all that stuff. We have a buddy who runs a show down in Georgia, and he's just like, yeah, nobody runs in South Carolina because it's impossible. Yeah, we talked right. about going to Georgia. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I just don't know how, like, teaming up with, like, I don't know what they're called now, Anarchy. Okay. And doing some stuff with them, but yeah. it never comes to fruition. So, these crossover shows y'all are mm-hmm. starting to do, the one with Evolve in July, is that a new thing? Have y'all tried that before? Um, it's a way... Uh, it's a way for us to get some kind of notoriety in their markets as well as like them to test waters here. Gotcha. I mean, we're doing it. Don't interrupt my podcast, you know? <laughs> I just want to say bye. bye. To me. Because yeah. <laughs> she loves me. Bye to everybody. Patrick's coming all the way to Orange Beach for me, so I can't be mad. I am. Yeah, uh, Amber's been on before, so. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> Amber's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, like like we're doing the evolve. We have another one that's coming up later in the year. Yeah. That I can't. TBA secret secret. Yeah. TBA. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like there there is giving them. A, I, I think I personally think for all the people that talk about this whole thing in February of next year, yeah. I personally think we'll that there. the more the more shows that run like in in this area, right. like they're gonna do one or two things. They're gonna be able to pull people, or they're gonna make people realize how good we are. Yeah, because when you like when you, I, I assume we're like the gold standard in North Carolina, but as far when, as I've when seen, you're, when, you're the, when you're one of the top top tier companies in North Carolina, people that come run here have to live up to that. Right. Or the local fans are going to be like, "That's not going to be." Yeah, I uh, took her to a big time show. Yeah. after she came here, yeah. she wouldn't do it. She was like, "This is like, shit. Why did you bring me to like, this?" I don't know. I didn't necessarily know that it's shit. No, it's, it's shit. But, but if you're not, if you're not I, a fan, you grow up well, with it. Yeah, okay. So none of the. It's just a different. It's a different style. It's I a didn't have market. a pop for any. But then I would see PWX guys, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm actually interested in this now." Yeah. But I mean, it's I didn't grow up with brain. it, so I was just like, yeah. "This sucks." I'm not big. Well, I say I'm not big on like legend shows type things, but like WrestleCon, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Like the WrestleCon Super Show. Yeah. Oh my god. Insane, but Mike does a good job of putting that together. I've got to get to one of those Dude. because last year when we went to Dallas as like the old podcast crew, we yeah. all came together. We let a person pick, and she picked WWN instead of WrestleCon, oh. and I regret that decision oh. yeah. every day. I'm like, come on, like I missed the good one. Yeah. Okay, so what are your feelings on steel barricades? Uh, <laughs> they look more professional. Okay. Like, y'all don't like them, do you? No, no we, we do hate not. them. We hate y'all, them y'all so people much. flying into your laps? Yes. Yes. And I'm going to be honest, too, as far as safety for me, yeah. I can't move when y'all put the rails up. Gotcha. So, to protect everybody, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you've heard this, I thought I broke Matt Riddle's ankle at X16 because he rolled out and I didn't have anywhere to go and he hit my wheelchair on the rollout and then he was injured as part of the story. And yeah, I'm like, I was about to say, oh, you know. shit, did I break his ankle? So... Yeah, I was about to say that was part of the whole deal. Yeah, okay. but since he hit my wheelchair on the way down, I was oh, like, that's just, that's just Matt Riddle working you. Y'all, y'all worked me so damn hard. <laughs> y'all and Sami Zayn are the only people who can work me like that. Gotcha, that's awesome. Uh-oh. All right, so have you guys ever had somebody like just no-show? Like y'all had them sign and they just... Uh, like, like name? Not for like, not a name, but just like how do you handle it if... I know y'all, last year around. y'all had the somebody had a car break down and oh yeah the guys to, from Midwest yeah yeah uh, you just work like I mean we have enough people we can work around so y'all just scramble and make some calls yeah and, we just try to I mean like we had it like we had a girl we had originally had a girls 
against the Revolt for this match, or this yeah. show tonight. That was going to be the tag team match. That, and then, like, the thing with Caleb happened, and then, yeah. like, the, so that happened, and the girl that was supposed to, one of the girls that was supposed to come uh, had a show that Sunday that she did overlook, so she canceled. So I called another girl to cancel. Then this girl said she was available, like, Friday, and I was like, no, we can't do it. Because that happens. We still deal with stuff like that. Gotcha. Well, speaking of the Caleb thing, really briefly, what do you do if there is a situation where you have to dissolve the, the relationship with someone? How do you um, kind of handle the burn bridges aspect of it? And like, I think, I th- like, I'm a firm believer that if you have adult conversation with people, you never have burn bridges. Like, there's some people, like, people, people hate me sometimes, and they get irritated with me. Me and, Ka- like, me and Caleb have been friends for way longer than it's been actually. So like I have no like no Caleb Caleb expressed to me the why where he wanted to go and do other things I mean, which is I mean, he's got TNA he's got other stuff I mean, he's 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 got it made he doesn't need us and yeah. so like that's his choice I'm, I, I don't hold him here and uh, like this was Zane's last show because yeah. he's he wants to go team with Caleb and, which is perfectly fine they're still I love him like brothers and I tell him I tell him like every time I see him I love him like brothers. Um, but I'm like I'm, I'm a business guy. Like I own my own business, and so I, I take none of this stuff personally. Right. There's some people that I hear talk crap about me, and some people that, and I'm just like I don't. I'm the easiest guy to get along with ever. I don't, <laughs> I don't I say, you've, I don't, you seem pretty chill. Like yeah, I'm, when we were when I saw you at WrestleCon in Dallas, yeah, yeah. you stopped to show a girl how to use her camera and like yeah. different <laughs> techniques. And, oh yeah. Like I'm like, how do you have time for this yeah. right now? I know you're supposed to be doing something. That's, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, I was so raised you, right. You were. <laughs> so you talked about how you were going to have a girls' match versus the revolt. Uh, what are your general feelings on intergender? All of them. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I like. I think. I thought the intergender tag match uh, in Hickory so was amazing yes. until Indy got hurt. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think like we we've been wanting to incorporate girls more, and not only incorporate girls, but try to team up with Queens of Combat to do yeah. that way. We can uh, like you just double like, promote both things. You think we're ever gonna have like an X16 style tournament for women? Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, I mean, the only thing is, it's like it's the thing now. Like there's a few companies doing it, yeah. and I don't want to like, yeah. like oh uh, let's do this. no, they did yeah. yeah. Like you. jump on board, but I mean, like everybody always asks me, why is there not a PWX women's title? And uh, hey, like we don't have that many women around here. And B, we're gonna—that's gonna be the Queens of Combat title. We'd, I'd rather promote Queens of Combat title as a women's championship and create a whole new championship. How does having a sister company work? Like, how do y'all? Um, well, it's not necessarily a sister company. Everybody thinks we're owned by High Spots, so we're not. Like, the only thing with High Spot, the only thing that we're associated with High Spots with is that's who our distribution deals with. So that's why we do uh, DVDs and like, they, they do our DVDs, they do our Blu-rays. That's why we do our pay-per-views on the High Spots network. Because like me and me and Mike are really good friends on Hotspots, and like that's the deal we set up is that like, kind of trade deal. So like Brian outright owns a company. I think I own like five percent or something like that. Nothing, nothing that matters. Yeah. Like that's what he tells me, but I'm just. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like that, that's our only association with Hotspots. It's just a matter of like I do a lot of stuff for Hotspots, and Hotspots helps us out like a lot. And so we try to incorporate, like, try to help out, like, Queens of Combat and stuff by doing double shots and, and doing, like, Queens of Combat exclusive matches and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like a partner agreement that we, like, we help you. Like, you help us on the, on the back end where we want to help you on the front end type thing. So are there any organizations 
that aren't already in the works that y'all would love to work with? Like, I mean, obviously uh, like, everybody wants to work with PWG, but I was yeah, thinking Danny, like, Danny's over with it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like AIW, AAW, and the two Chicago guys, yeah. freelance. Is, I love like I love Revolver. I, I went out to Iowa and did Revolver for Sammy, uh, and that was fun. And uh, yeah, like I'd, I'd love to be able to go to places like Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, like go places like that. Um, like CZ Dub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I got you. They like <laughs> I start production for them in well, July. I mean, to so. me, y'all already work with them because I've seen y'all trading talent. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. probably a year and a half, two years now. Yeah. So, first it's, time we got Sammy, and then all of a sudden, all these other CZW guys started well, showing that, up. Well, like, we have a, like, we had a deal with Simon. Yeah. Um, like, like, Star comes up from the Northeast. Star always is like, who do you want to bring from the Northeast? And that's how we get, like, Gresham and uh, Ace. And we've gotten, that's how we got Sammy one time. That's how we got Strickland. That's how we got... Like all these people is like they're willing to ride with same ride with the star and it yeah. helps him out. So that's why I like Gulak and DJ. Yeah, we're all here for that. I was. here for war games, right? I was. She oh, was you're here for war games. That son of a bitch wouldn't let us spend that much money. <laughs> war games that much money? Well, I was in between jobs at the time. War games was a clusterfuck. That's what that was. <laughs> she had to switch buildings. Yeah. Yep. Thanks to NXT. Yep. They had to pull it off. The only show I've missed in the entire time. Since she job. started commenting, yeah. Was War Games? Was yep. Games. Champion? Oh, my God. Yep. It's all Doug's fault. But see, she's changed this story. Right. She's changed this story because she's told me, she told me that night when I looked at the ticket prices, she's like, that's a lot of money. Now, yeah, I pulled the, it's okay. And I did mean it because we were, he was the sole provider at that time. But at the same time, a year and a half later, we're not in the same financial situation. It's all your fucking fault. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's like, you know I'm not missing a show. We like, could have yeah. just You can miss a show. A I'm not missing a show. <laughs> I'm like, okay. They, like, war it. Games, was, the funny thing about War Games is we had to maneuver so much to get two cages. Oh, like, I'm sure. So much to find somebody that has two cages. And one of the cages was a 16-foot, and we mm-hmm. used 18-foot rings. Yep. And so, uh, like, Bob Keller in South Carolina got us a cage, and had, like he has, like, little two-foot sections that go to make it an 18-foot yeah. that you have to slide home. So we get there, and we get the cage in, and Mike, the owns high spots, goes, you know this is going to look terrible. <laughs> I'm like, well, the rings are the same size. He's like, yeah, but you haven't even seen these cages at the same height. And I was like, oh, my God. Mike. <laughs> Don't oh do my that to God, me. Mike. And it worked out. Like, yeah. It worked out perfectly. And I was just like, the gods are watching over us today. <laughs> oh, that was... Insane. I just remember zip ties flying at everywhere me at <laughs> high speed during war, during war yeah. games. Oh, they zip tie a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I stay away from that. I, stay, I was like, I don't, I don't, I want to have no responsibility in this like, case. This falls is not anywhere. my job. <laughs> that was interesting. I feel like we're the only, are we the only company that's pulled off like two rings like successfully. Company? Yeah. Um, like I, I know right after people, y'all ran it. A bunch of people were like, hey, war games. Yeah. I'm but, like, it, but it was always like one ring with one cage, right? Yeah, as okay. far as I know. But it's, I just think it's funny how y'all, you know, do something and then all of a sudden all these other Oh, I remember movies. when we announced it, people were like, war games is trademarked by WWE. I was like, we'll stop whenever we get a cease and desist. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't care. They don't do it. No. They're like, not going to fight And that. we're not naming it war games. We just named the match war games because that's what it is. 
love so it. So is there any type of match y'all haven't done yet that's just like crazy off the wall y'all want to try to do, or have y'all pretty much done everything now? The uh, I did a match in Evo that was called by any means necessary match where you could win by like pinfall submission through a table climb a ladder <laughs> and uh, I think that was it so like that's the way, awesome the way we put it together was like it was Marcellus and Zach and they were on top of the ladder grabbing for the belt they both grabbed the belt and were fighting for the belt and they both fell through a table oh, ouch so then you have to restart the match yeah. because who wins that's awesome but like that, that opens so many things. Now, I don't know that we've ever done a TLC match. Nope. I've seen y'all do ladder, we've done ladder stuff, matches. We've done table matches. Never uh, seen TLC. I don't. I can't think of one. Huh. So a TLC match would be fun. I love. I love that we recreated the Money in the Bank. Yeah. For the Rise of a Champion. Yes. I think that's that's fun. Even though Jason Cage tries to die. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Cage tries to die every time you watch yeah. it. We oh. asked him. We're like, is there anything you're scared to jump off? He's like, as long as it's not into water, he'll do it. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Terrified of water. Swim. He can't swim. He can't swim. Oh. Won't even go in with like a life vest on. He's oh. like, nope. Nope. Fuck that. Doesn't do water. He had a bad, he had a bad experience as a kid. <laughs> Calling it right now. <laughs> it's also, I think it's like a southern thing. Like, Maybe. In the south when you grow but up, they're just like. Florida. Throw you in Florida. Yeah, but he's not from Florida. Oh, he's, he's not from, from New York. I think. Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. So he's just like. You know, in the South, it's like, all right, there's a river near your house. Here you go. Throw you in the river. I'm pretty sure everyone has that story where that one uncle or someone throws them in the deep end or in the lake. Ours was the lake. It's like, well, hope you can swim. Okay, so this is probably the controversial subject. Um, There is an odd relationship with y'all. And an organization I don't usually like to name on this show. Oh, I don't like okay. to give them attention. Yeah. What happened there? Uh, from your perspective, because I know from one my perspective. perspective uh, like it's weird because I'll be completely honest. It's like, like they've done, st- like they've done stuff that's kind of like you think about. It, you're like, they're they're screwed us over. Yeah. But then we've done stuff that we're like, right. oh, we screwed them over. So it's like a give or like a give or take. And I actually talked to one of these people after the whole February thing blew right. up. And I was like, listen, I don't like, I don't have anything with you guys. Like, I don't like you guys are cool. Y'all have always been cool with me. Never done anything to me to, right. to upset me. But uh, I think like I think it, it started like rub the wrong way. I'll give you the whole story. Rub the wrong way. Whenever uh, we partnered to come and go to Winston, and then three months after that, and I don't know the backstory. I don't know right. if Brian screwed something up or if the big teeth screwed something up or they just didn't get along or they didn't work out all I know is that after three months they pulled out and then they, they were starting their own organization right so it's almost like come in and my perspective is just come in figure out how they do everything and then we're going to get we're going to steal that all that and go right. start a company over here and then uh, this is after we I mean and we had kind of built a, like a little bit I mean we've only done three shows or three or four shows in Winston but like it's now we've kind of built a following in Winston, so now right. you're going to take ours and you're just going to you let you helped us. I mean, and it was financially helpful too to run. Uh, then, uh, like we talked to them, then we talked to them about doing a joint show after WrestleCamp, and it just never came to fruition. Everybody let it fall through the cracks, so it fell yeah. through the cracks. And then, uh, like we went and talked to them about doing uh, doing a joint show uh, with the. X16, we did the X, first X16, 
and that didn't come to fruition, so we just ran three nights, which Brian almost bankrupt the company. The first Texas team almost bankrupt the company. And uh, so if you get pissed off about us running Benton Convention Center, we yeah. almost, like, Brian still pays for that every every month. Yeah. Like, a, how, how big of a fuck-up that was. <laughs> and it was an amazing tournament, had fun, but, I yeah. mean, when 50 people show up yeah. the first night, then 120 the next night, and then, like, 100 the third night, because of a vape, vaping convention, yeah. the va- the vaping convention didn't come didn't like come through with their end of the bargain, and yeah. I think and I think like the I don't know that we all I don't know I'm I'm going to spoil it but I don't know that we all like dislike each other I think like because you'll hear people like they they're they're talking shit about you guys and then I'm sure people tell them that we talk shit about them right. I I just I don't I don't associate like I don't allow anything to tell me what they do. Yeah. Like if I was telling me and uh, Corey were talking about this earlier, it's like if somebody posts something about them, I'm just like I'm not. Gonna, I'm just gonna like unfriend them. So I just don't have to look at it because I don't want to be. I don't want any other wrestling in my brain. Right. Like, not that I don't. I I tell I've told everybody forever that I want everybody to be successful in wrestling. Right. If, you, if you have a passion for wrestling and you're in the business and you start your own company, I hope you make your money back. I hope you continuously do it because it's it's an exhilarating experience. It's amazing to be a part of. I like just be successful. That's all. Everybody can be successful. There's enough fans in professional wrestling. There's multiple millions of people in this world that uh, that will watch your shit if you get it out there. And especially around here. Yeah, like, it's like it's where wrestling really like people go every single week to watch Ric Flair get his ass kicked. Yeah, you know, like Spartanburg is one of those towns that people still talk about back in their day. Yeah, they went to the Memorial Auditorium and watch Ric Flair and Dusty and the Horsemen and all that, and I'm just like, why did you do this? Every single week, but then I come to this every single month, so I can't say shit. But I like, <laughs> I know this is not the answer everybody wants. Everybody wants to be like, Oh, I hate them, but I hope they're no. no, like, there's a lot of people that I know that work for them. Yeah, like, to, like I'll just say, Tracy and Brian have always been cool with me. Like, yeah. they've been, I mean, they've never, like, me and Tracy have always had good interaction, have always had good talks. Um, like anytime we've ever went up there, but yeah, like like when me and me and one of them were talking the other day, he's like, he's like, you guys came up to came up to our place and you lied to our faces, and then went and ran Benton Convention Center. We didn't say anything about it, and I was like, I didn't say anything about Charlie wanting to run fucking arena. I don't know how I don't know where all that happened. I just found out about it, and I was like, <laughs> oh, well, let me call and see what's going on because I don't I don't I can care less of you. Right. Like and then and then everybody then everybody's got an opinion. What amazes me is everybody that doesn't spend money on wrestling has an opinion about it. Right. Like until until you spent like fifty to sixty grand a year trying to make a company successful like Brian does every year. Yeah. Like shut your, shut up. Yeah. Like until you're in that in that moment in that predicament, shut up because then you have to protect the brand. You have to protect your people. You have to protect like my own, my own, the only issue that I've ever had with LNA was uh, like when like when we were doing Caleb. Yeah, to be like the revolt, the tag team champions, all this, and then he'd go get squashed by one of the, one of their local guys, right. in, like the second match of the card. Yeah, I'm like, have some fucking like, like understand your position, right? And like, to take like protect yourself, you know? Yeah. But no, like, Holy shit, is that rain? That is rain. Is that rain? Holy fuck! That rain? Oh wow, we're not leaving for yeah. a while. <laughs> but they, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I want them to succeed. Right. I want them to be good. Do I, do I think, like, they, they have a different look, but do I think a lot of it, like, is inspired by us? Yes. Yeah. Do okay. I think a lot of their stuff they do is inspired by us? Yes. 
but it's the same. Like it's not the same. But it's like me and Brad talk about CWF Mid Atlantic. I yeah. love CWF Mid Atlantic. I wrestled when I wrestled. I wrestled in CWF Mid Atlantic, and like I, I learned a lot of stuff from him. I learned, Brad is one of the most intelligent guys about wrestling that I've ever met. Like Danny's amazing. Jeff is amazing. Um, but they're a different product. Right. They're completely different than we Like, and I think, and I think LMA is like that too. Yeah. It's like they they're a completely different product. Right. And it's and, and I, like I tell Brian this all the time when he gets because Brian does get worried way yeah. more than I do. Way more than I do. I yeah. can care less. But uh, I tell him like, dude, and this is to take nothing away from them because it's taking away from PWX. Like, we Ring of Honor started first. We yes. will always be a wannabe Ring of Honor because of our position. Right. We'll always be a wannabe Ring of Honor or a wannabe PWG. I feel like that they will always be a wannabe PWX because right. we were first. Yeah. Like, and it's not not that they're any more any like worse than we are or they or we are any better than they are. It's just the timeline that everything happened. You're always going to be there. Yeah. Like everybody's always going to say, "Oh, these guys just want to be PWG of the East Coast." I think we are the PWG of the East Coast. I'd say so. Just run bigger, bigger venues. After watching um, a lot of stuff from Mania Weekend, I know yeah. people would argue Evolve or Beyond or some of that stuff, but I'm like, you know what? I'm still PWX, and yeah. I don't think it's just because y'all are like our local thing. Like, there's just a different vibe to y'all's yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, we like we've created that amazing atmosphere. Yeah. If we had a little like American Legion Hall that we could run every month and pay and get a ridiculous amount of beer sales for the guy that owns it, then yeah. We we do that, but we don't. This is North Carolina. They don't let people drink. Yeah. I was gonna say last time like, y'all had alcohol sales, people were getting kicked out. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's. I mean, I don't know. There's always. I think there's always gonna be imaginary heat because the fans want it. Yeah. I think there's so much money if we ever did something. Right. Like, like, like just played it out. Yeah. Like, we hate you guys. You hate us. We'll fucking have a gang fight. <laughs> a gang fight. And, and West Side Story yeah. up in this yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> With less singing and more. Yeah. No, and I need, I need more like, singing. <laughs> but for the record, like I have, I, I, I wish nothing but success with it. Right. And just like any other any other promotion in North Carolina, any other promotion in the, in the United States. Right. Like we we found our niche. We found we found where our success lies. We're gonna keep riding that. Like now it's your turn. Now it's their turn to go find theirs. Okay. I understand that, man. Like it. It can't hurt everybody to work together. Yeah, there's, there's enough. Like the pond's big enough for there to be more than one right. fish. Like right. that's the thing. It's like it pisses me off more when we have to book around NXT and Ring of Honor's fucking yeah. schedule here because yeah. they have those thirty days before and afters. Uh, so is that why we're back at Escapade in July? Yeah. Uh, okay. And then they were like, and they were like, uh, just t- just call Ring of Honor and talk to them. Uh, what's his name? Gary. Just call Gary and talk to him. I was like, oh, you want me to call Gary? Like, I know they don't understand. I'm like, you want yeah. me to call Gary and tell him that we're running a double shot with the involved and he's going to be like, oh, yeah, y'all are yeah, good. Yeah, it's fine. Or, no, that's not, that's not how it works. Oh, man. But, yeah. All right. You got anything else? Okay, so you said you used to wrestle. I did. Give us that backstory. Well, oh. How uh, did you transition from in-ring to all this? All people found out that I could do design work and video work, and I was amazing at it. <laughs> But no, uh, like, did you guys ever see, you see any on this? Did you guys ever see the circus? No. With Marcellus King and Circo? I was Circo. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got until until the day that ended my wrestling career in PWX was the day that Cedric Alexander palm thrust my nose off my face. Ooh. Ouch. 
and then gave me the Generico bomb or the Generico brain buster yeah. on the turnbuckle because that's all I'm good at is taking ridiculous bumps. <laughs> and uh, and I fell off. I fell. You remember this? I fell to the apron and then then Chip Day kicked me in the face and I was like, okay. Um, yeah, that would that would be the okay, last I'm thing done. I would do. We're done here. We're done. He, I, was, I, he was really good at falling. Yeah. <laughs> Cedric, not I've only been knocked out once in my life. It was from from a kick from Cedric and Eva. Nice. The, uh, he does kick to kill. So. Oh, he kicked my chin like right <laughs> off my face. I was gonna say the only thing I would be good at would be a Royal Rumble. So nice. Yeah. He, by definition, he cannot Go lose. Just grab the bottom rope. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. He doesn't have feet. So oh, no matter what. I get the joke now. Brock, yeah. Brock Lesnar can throw me. <laughs> he can throw me to the concession stand, but I can't lose. That's amazing. Yeah. So. But anyway, well, you know these two guys pitched for you to have a team against the Syndicate. I'm not opposed to that idea. I'm not either. Because uh, <laughs> screw the syndicate. They got in our face again tonight. Did they? Yeah. There's told a reason them, we called them. I told them they would. I told them to do it, and I forgot to. Syndicate. That just shows. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You need a shirt. <laughs> you know what? We're getting new shirts. We'll we'll make that happen. Give them our shirts to wear. No, we'll make hashtag syndicate. Oh, shirts. syndicate shirts. That's okay. awesome. That's true. All right. Y'all are not fans of the syndicate. No, 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 we are not. Vehemently I mean, opposed. Brian, did you know? I mean, did you know what they did last uh, month? Yes, I was the one who removed the video. <laughs> did you remove the video? Well, it's, like it's, this is this it's is hidden. True story. Yeah. True story is like two days after that show. Yeah, I was just looking through the PWX Facebook and I saw that video and I was like, "What in the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and it, I was like ridiculously amazed. He goes. And, did I you know I, about yeah, this. I called I Brian. Like, and I was yeah, like, sort of, but they didn't tell me it was happening that yeah, day. I didn't. Like, I was like, <laughs> "What? Like, what is going on?" Well, they're heinous assholes. So there you go. I was like, "Wow, they are heinous assholes." <laughs> I mean, it's like my wife was like, "Are they assaulting disabled people?" Yes, yeah. <laughs> precisely. Like, yes, <laughs> I was like. Um, there's a low that you can reach, and then there's lower. Timmy yes. is a hundred percent an ableist. Very first time Cat saw Timmy, he was still doing his ribbon dancing thing. Yeah, and he came out and he was doing his entrance. He turned around, saw me, pointed and laughed, and got in the ring. <laughs> she has never forgiven him for that. He could have the greatest match of all time, like seven stars, like n- nobody could argue that, and she would still hate him. My son <laughs> thinks it was a lightsaber incident. <laughs> That's kind of how we explain it. Hey, works for me. Yeah, He's I'll go with the that. huge Star Wars fan, and I said it was a lightsaber. I told, Brian, I told Brian to notify our HR specialist. <laughs> yeah, even Marie, <laughs> even Marie's nuclear heat doesn't touch my my heat for Timmy. Oh, that's yeah. just beautiful. <laughs> but, all right. Well, I do have one last question. Okay. How do y'all handle, like tonight, there was a fan that is less than pleasant. What do, what do y'all do when it gets to be a situation like that? How do you approach it? Uh, I don't know. Like, we were talking about it. Is everybody leaving? I'm, I'm going to jump in on that one. For oh, me, no, it was, Don't let Brian answer this. For me, it was more <laughs> customer service. I mean, Everyone asked me as I left the situation, they're like, how could you stand in front of the guy, let him yell in your face, and talk so calmly to him? And I was like, when you kind of have a rough idea of what that fan is kind of feeling, and you want to just 
get them just to calm down and realize how they're acting. Um, it was one where, it's, you know, I have two little ones. He's acting like that in front of his little one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, this is all impressionable, especially on the kids who are in the audience. Yeah. To where you want to just tone it down as quickly as possible. It's one of those. I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad it didn't happen until the end of the evening. Yeah. Um, but then you find out that he was like that most of the show. I mean, we can deal with hecklers and that pretty easily. That's yeah. what security's there for. I think that's what now you, you see why yeah. we have the guardrail there. Now. <laughs> Love you too, brother. Um, <laughs> but but like, you also have to take. This is what I told like Ed when I walked over there. Is you have to take into consideration that I mean, that was a very emo- like that was a very emotion filled room yeah. at that yeah. point in time. So. You don't want to take away the ability for the fans to feel that emotion. Right. So, like, whether... And, I mean, my, my take on it is, if it would have been the middle of the show, I'd have kicked kick his ass out. Yeah. But I understand that was emotion. And if, if he had prior, like, alternate... What's alternative? Altercations? No. Alternative... Uh, it's not alternative. I don't fucking know. If he had other... <laughs> Other reasons why he was doing it. Alternative right. motives. Alter- thank Correct. You. Where were you at? Like two seconds. Ago? Well, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> like if he had, uh, I mean, what is it? Say it again for me. Alternative yeah. motives. Oh. Ulterior like if, motives. Ulterior motives. Yeah. If you had, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. If you me. have like uh, alternative. Ulterior motives. Ulterior motives. Then that's that's whatever. But I knew like when when Ethan wants him to shut up, Ethan will shut up. Like he did. Yeah. And, uh, I really like the way Ethan kind of oh, took it and said, look, like, thank you for yeah. the support, but, but this is my moment. Professional yeah. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> has there ever been a situation where it's just gone too far, someone in the audience has, yeah. has really Wait, overstepped the bounds? I've seen oh. two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that was before they came. We had a superstar kick a fan in the chest. We that wasn't before I was coming, but I that wasn't was oh, at the show. Yeah, yeah. That was I wasn't at the show. It happened. Th- Which, in in a sense, like the wrestler was well in bounds of that's the, that's one of the issues of not having guardrails. Yeah, is uh, like one thing is you like if. If in, in a sense, for example, purposes, if a football player has pads on and you run at him, like you can't tackle me, he's gonna fucking tackle you. Yeah, he's gonna lay your ass out. You can't like, it, it, like this was a big. <laughs> this was chef on my jaw. Thank you, you guys. You can't. Uh, I'm sorry, though. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. We're closing the place down. Apparently. Yes. Like, we're going to have to leave. It's storming. We can't take anything to the car. Is it killing you? Yes. All night long, Kevin Pierce is leaving. Yeah. <laughs> we kept trying to get that going. No Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, and before the show, he's like, I'm sorry you off the subject, but he's like, I'm pretty sure I'm the only riff here. Yeah. I said, well, Will can wrestle, then he can riff. And Will's like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's like, and Pierce is like, so I'm going to riff here? I was like, yeah. He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> so don't let him, so him, him bullshit you. He, was, he wanted to do the Iron Man. How long was the nice. show beginning to end? But then at the intermission, he's like, you got any black tape? And I, and I gave him duct tape. He's like, really, Patrick? I was like, what do you need it for? He's like, 
I got to tape up my wrist because my hands went numb. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. the <laughs> we got to get a <laughs> ref on here. Oh, get Pierce. Pierce, is, Pierce, here. Pierce is the funniest dude ever. All right. There was Pierce. There was a time that we went to Steak and Shake after a show, and Pierce and Skylar got into it. <laughs> and it was one of the funniest like back and forth I've ever heard in my entire life. He's one of the only refs that has responded to me fangirling over them. So I, I like Pierce. Did Mitch not respond to you? Were you here when Mitch was here? Uh, a couple of times. A couple of times. Like he was on his way. We we were coming in like right as uh, not Mitch was kind of yeah. yeah yeah not Mitch was a thing when she but, started coming. Oh, gotcha. So <laughs> Charles, like uh, back to what we were talking about is you. So you can't like two things. In the interest of a, of a wrestler and a wrestler that is built on his monster, like his monster looks, his monster ability, his monster strength, you can't let some fan just run up and try to like hit your foot or slap the mat or run up and try to buck you up. You can't. You have to protect your character. Yeah. Or else you can be like, oh, well, I couldn't do anything. And like it was like, so over exaggerated. It's amazing because it's all over everything. I think Meltzer covered it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it just blew up and that, that, but. Uh, but in a sense, like, I can understand. The fan's very passionate. He's a good dude. And, uh, like, and I can see you get caught up in that moment. Yeah. And then you, you build these imaginary safety, safety like, ban- like, barriers that don't exist. And yeah. Like, in your head they do, but in reality they don't. So it wasn't like an assault. If you kicked him in the face, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, yeah, like, too far. In the chest. Too far. <laughs> too far. <laughs> There was the line think, way back there. To, he said he said something to me when he came through the back that was uh, like he came through the back. Sorry and he's, about that. <gasps> and like as soon as he steps the curtain, he's like, "I had to, I had to. I'm so sorry. I had to. Like, you can't, you can't run up it. And I was like, "No, no, no you're clearly in the right. You're like, it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be good." But you have basically made your character now. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're set yeah. for life. Like you were set. Like, you told that story <laughs> like, yeah. for a while. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> that story kind of reverberated it, but it was one of those that eventually, you know, let it go away, let right. it die. I yeah. Mean, I, I myself personally handle it between the two of them. To, right. Yeah, know, it was a bad, I mean, it was a because you've situation. Because so, you've but. got someone who wrestles for a living, loves what he does. Right. And someone who is a fan who loves wrestling, period. Yeah. Both like of those very are passionate fans. I mean, yeah. both of those are two passionate guys right. that in the heat of the moment... Yeah, like shit happens. Shit happens, yeah. you know. But and it's one of those where it's like, let's just move past it, move yeah. on. Um, Brun, <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Donnie. buddy. <laughs> you know little Donnie. Uh, we met him last month, I think. Okay. Yeah, he was kind of hanging out on our matches. side of the you room. You watch some of his matches. I've heard. Five dollar. I've heard. I was sent one of his matches and was told, hey, maybe we shouldn't trust him as security. <laughs> and I was like, um, okay. He's a good guy. Yeah. If there was kendo sticks underneath the oh, ring, yeah. he would yeah. probably use one as a security <laughs> guy. <laughs> Could have used one tonight. <laughs> yeah. But, but what y'all think of the show? Um, you may have gone over this yeah, already. We haven't. No, we haven't. We're going to say They're going to do another podcast. I know yeah. this shit works. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we do the interviews as like yeah, a separate. Yeah, I have separate to listen to their podcast entity. on headphones. Yeah, you, know, you listen to it on headphones. Oh. Yeah, because we. Oh, gotcha. Especially it when it's just us. Gotcha. We cuss a lot. Well, I've, I've dropped a few. So I apologize. <laughs> no. Can you guys beat those out? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I gotta learn how to beat things out. That's no, part of why we. As bad as I usually do. It's part of why we aren't clean, is because I can't edit all that. <laughs> so, what, what is? Do you guys like? when we bring people in or when we do like the homegrown show like we, we kind of love both like that's the thing like I, I think we get more attached to the 
homegrown guys. Yeah. Like the thing with Henry, his whole build and his whole yeah. right. final moment of getting that belt was just awesome. Yeah. But at the same time, Jeff Hardy and Sammy Callahan freaking killed it. Yeah. So it, you know, I don't want to say like one way or the other. They're definitely some guests I personally don't enjoy as much, but some yeah. people do. I'm not a Mike Elgin guy. Other people are. I think yeah. my general feeling is I would rather have a really good home show than have someone come in just to have a home guy have to get yeah. squashed. And well, y'all are really good at not doing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and, we, and when we negotiate with people, we say, like, listen, you, like, unless you're going to continuously come in like Sammy did and is going to continue to do in the future, then, like, we're – it's to build our local talent. It yeah. is. I mean, it's nothing against you. And you're going to have a five-star match. Yeah. It's um, just, and y'all have convinced people to take losses. That I was like, holy crap. They got them to take a loss? Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, it's not that hard. Well, like, most of them are very, like, very professional. And what was weird was the, um, the Roderick Strong one. Yeah. The whole time until that match actually ended, Yeah. I did not know. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That... But and and that yeah, was pretty much what we were um, we were under the assumption that he was going over. Yeah, you know he's about to leave. Right. We already knew he was signed. It was one of those where it's like, and he goes, no, no. He goes, but he, Roddy has been with the company. How long has Roddy been oh, coming? Like since Dojo Bros. Never years. So probably four or five years. Four or five Ooh. years. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, that we were also working with Ring of Honor to help help establish people, and I think you can see that with Adam Page. Yeah, you know, um, he de- really developed his heel character with us. Yeah, All I didn't know. Jack. Yeah, I didn't know Roddy's whole story till I just caught up on NXT. Yeah, that oh, guy so is awesome, Roddy. Wow. Roddy from when I first met him to Roddy before he went like his last show with yeah. us is like one eighty. Yeah. Well, when it comes to, to guys leaving, how do y'all, how do y'all personally handle that? Like, I know that y'all have to spend a lot of time with these guys. What's it like for you to watch them it's go like, on to bigger things? They deserve it. Like Brewer. Yeah. When Brewer left, like any, any like anybody else would say, why are you going to do something like that for a referee? But Brewer's a big part of like what we do, and especially especially when they like Brewer hustled. Yeah, like that's what I told. That's what I told everybody. I was like, we we could take no, we could take no credit for Brewer getting like making it because that dude is like nonstop, just yeah. hustles and gets out there. Um, like Cedric, I don't, I don't, I don't take. I, th- I can take a little bit. I feel like I can take a little bit of credit for Cedric just because I'm the one that gave him the ball for the first time, and then we gave him the Dream Match series, and uh, and that carried but, through two owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's something Ty started and Brian kept going and that gave him a lot of notoriety and um, yeah but it's like it's this time like I think Corey and Skyler are the next ones that are going to go I really do and I think and I think their time has been has been yeah like they should be they should especially now that Revival's on Raw yeah I'm honestly surprised they aren't yeah, already I there I mean I think I think they're just waiting for the right yeah. time to to bring them in I think they're going to let the survival thing sit for a little bit on Raw and then let the people in NXT kind of get that out of their system and then it's a good way to introduce the bruiserweights even though uh, Dunn is there now mm-hmm. so uh, here here you go <laughs> anybody that picks on Skylar for using bruiserweight yeah him and Pete Dunn tagged in China 
and that's where they came up with the name Bruiserweights. Gotcha. So, I mean, is that the first time or the second time they took the belt? I first may time. have given him shit for it way back when. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> if any, yeah. So if anybody gives either one of them, like, and then Skyler Bliss, that's what he used with Corey in yeah. NXT. But Skyler and Pete Dunn tagged in China as the Bruiser as weights. the Bruiser weights. That's awesome. And that's why they both okay. carry the Bruiser weights tag. Uh, the yeah. more you know. Knowledge for you. Uh, for me personally, here you go. I gotta pack up my stuff. Right. Thank you guys. Have yeah, thank you. I've been looking up to the hype. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for me personally, when one of the guys goes, I mean, it's it, it's more like a dad or an uncle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my personal family gets emotion involved in it to where you know my wife and my kids know who all the guys are my son and I we watch the shows back together it's one of these where it's like when he doesn't see someone or then he he still doesn't understand that Raw is not PWX right right you know because when he sees like Cedric on 205 and he's like what's Cedric doing on TV yeah we haven't seen him forever and you try and and he still doesn't understand it. Yeah. You know, um, and then, but when you try and explain that, hey, you congratulate these guys as they leave, um, I'm a little tiny bit more egotistical about it than Patrick <laughs> is because I know who watches what we put together. Yeah. And yeah. when they watch it. You get and, the website traffic. Yes. <laughs> so I know a little bit more from the analytics side. Right. That, you know, but I mean, what's nice is we we do get kind of a little bit of a heads up. You know, um, I'm very big on keeping my mouth shut, no matter yeah. if I'm talking to Company A or talk, talking to Company B about somebody. Um, I'm now volunteering these guys that if they want to get out of the state, I'll put together their matches, I'll cut their match, and send it out myself. You know, um, we have for like a talent server for these guys all to watch their stuff back. Um, but with that, there's also people who they don't know who have access to the server to watch whatever they want, whenever they want to watch it. Nice. Know? So if they request, hey, I want to watch something dealing with person A, sure, either I'll, A, I'll cut it up for them and send them just that individual match, or I'll give them the timestamp of when it aired and which file to watch it on. So... I mean, it works out very good in a sense of, you know, it allows us, and I think the fans kind of get it now, to where um, it's either leaving or going. There's a good chance you're going to see somebody in the course of a year that's going to make a pit stop with us here. Yeah. Yeah. I have a student who I'm trying to bring either this summer or right after the summer because he doesn't believe me when I'm like, oh, yeah, I've hung out with Cedric. He's like, what? How are you hung out with them? I'm like, they have to start somewhere. Right. This thing I go to every month, that's where they start. Right. And he's like, oh, who am I going to meet? I'm like, I don't know. Nobody. But- <laughs> I had um, I had dinner with Teddy Long yeah. yesterday. And just in talking with him, just because he's had so much history with Crockett, with yeah. WCW, with WWE, I know he talks with Vince, but it wasn't me trying to put myself over but it's one like he, Brian I already know the quality of your product yeah 
he said, and, and, and the relationship that we're starting to develop with everybody now, that's what's important to me because I, all I care about is bringing a quality product and that's it. Once people realize the quality of the brand, yeah, the brand will eventually receive its own recognition and we continue to grow. I mean, I'm not shooting for 3,000 people in an arena. Right. You know, I'm shooting for, when I bought the company, it was like tickets were $15 for a front row ticket, and yeah. 25, 15 and 25, but we were drawing, what, 100? I mean, this is going back to 2013, but I was spending all the money in all the wrong places. Now it's at the point where you invest in people, you invest in characters, they invest in themselves, they invest in the brand, everyone's emotionally invested. From someone sitting in the front row to someone sitting in the seventh row right. to the referee and the two guys in the ring to everybody backstage. That's what's going to continue to grow the brand. And that's what's going to, and I mean, and that's what a I lot mean, of our success is over. Here. I don't think every brand does that. Like, we use the hashtag BWX family constantly. Correct. But it's, it's legit. Like, the fact those Evolve tickets went on sale and I had several people be like, hey man, just a heads up here. Right. I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. Like, I, I would have missed it. I was, like, and I, I was joking seat. with uh, Andrew Silly in the fan page, and I was like, dude, you haven't checked your email. Yeah. And he's like, oh, duh. You know, it's <laughs> one of those where it's like, oh, I was at work. So it's yeah. like, and people don't get a chance to check their email. But, yeah, everyone Facebook messaged, texted yeah. each other. Brian posted tickets. Yeah. Or even the other way was, like, the Evolve tickets, you know, got posted before ours. Yeah. And I was like like all right i was like i myself because of what i think we're going to be booking for that show yeah was like no nah, i'm not going to sell the same price just because i was like thinking about everybody's wallet trying to spend. <laughs> thank you for that you know, I'm, like, I'm like ah, people aren't going to spend a hundred dollars i mean we would have but thank you well, we would I, have <laughs> you know but i mean but not then, everybody yeah. can and i i hope people realize that i've specifically priced according that way yeah you know what i mean um I literally sat there for the net for July show and was like, what do I sell general admission for? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to only have this many numbers of seats. I know both shows are going to sell out. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I've got eight weeks worth of advertising time. You know what I mean? So it just is trip almost triple what we did here. Yeah. And it's one where it's like, I'm like, it, it, it's one where Shelby and Hickory I'm always going to have a $10 ticket. Right. Okay. Or I'll have a four for 25. Right. Okay. Economy and income is not as well there right. as someone who's in Charlotte, North Carolina or right. in, you know, Concord, which is, you know, a pretty affluent suburb. But it's one where it's like, you just got to, I mean, I don't ever want someone to feel they can't afford to come to the show. Right. You know, but I definitely want them to, if they come and spend $10 or spend $25 for a family of four, yeah. that they feel like they more than got their money yes. worth. Yeah, we, the way I got started as a friend just saw Chuck Taylor on the card. Right. And was like, when's Chuck Taylor ever going to come to the Carolinas? Come on. Only for us, pretty much. And I'm and like, once in the okay, so we got the $10 GA in Hickory, yeah. and that was Uha's last show with y'all. Yep. And we saw one show, and we're like, all right, so we're doing this every month, right? And uh, I'm the last one standing, but still, we are. We won't be going anywhere anytime soon. All right. 
Should we wrap this up? Because we have work in the morning. I think so. Let's put this baby to bed. <laughs> Speaking of babies, you played with Ethan's baby again for like <gasps> an so hour. Much. <laughs> She's like the happiest baby. She's so little. I've eaten sandwiches bigger than her. Mine's turning into a little princess at three, and she'll be four in a couple of days, and she's like... They're all princesses at that Oh, that she's age. got a boyfriend. Do you want... She's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, of it's course. one of those where it's like, my boyfriend. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lord. I'm in all trouble. All right. Well, uh, Ryan, do you want to tell them where they can follow y'all and uh, find yeah. out when the next shows are and all that stuff? Yeah. Um, on Twitter, it's at PWX Wrestling. Facebook is forward slash PWX Wrestling. Uh, Instagram is PW Experience. Um, what else? YouTube is PWX Pro Wrestling. Um, the main thing is just go to the website, pwxpro.com. Everything's in the upper right hand corner. Um, my personal is at Canabruski with a K. Um, Patrick is. Uh, at that some guy or something like that. This is weird, yeah. I have that it. That guy. I will tweet it out since he had to go. He couldn't help himself and had to go help clean up. <laughs> but, um, all right. You can follow us at Sad Podcast, and you should know where to get us by now at Osnoggard, at Cat Kelpie, or Dublin Cat on Instagram. Patrick is that guy at Patrick Wright 83. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. All right, so, uh, bye. Bye.